0: Hi guys, welcome to episode two, season two. I've got that the wrong way around, Anna. No, no can you, you get can't that the wrong way, way, way sound. How do just mix up? <laughs> not season two, episode two. Not, not yeah. episode two, season two. Is that right?
1: Episode two, season two. Season all two, right. episode two. Isn't it didn't matter, they're the same. Yeah, don't count one against you. Yeah, well, what would you say
0: first? Season Ep- two, episode, episode two. two. season two. Right, Okay.
1: Right. I'd say season uh, episode, yeah, episode
0: two of season two. Yeah, that's suppose. right? He has right. <laughs> <laughs> gone now. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode two, season two of the Man Being Fat podcast. I am joined, as ever, by extraordinaire, producer, extraordinaire, Mr. Roman Comrades. How are you, uh, Roman?
2: I'm very well, Shu. Very well. How are you?
0: Very well, thank you. How's Lockdown treating you?
2: Hard. I'm really getting agitated right now. Um, So I'm literally just trying to find myself things to do before I kill the missus. So, yeah.
0: Nice. Um, Are you agitated because you're on here or just agitated in general? No, I
2: think I'm, um, you know, when like, you know, what's the saying? Idle hands is a devil's work or something like that. Well, I'm just getting bored. Very easy, um and so I need to, um, and I'm,
3: yeah, just need to
2: try and find something productive. Don't know. I, I'm just. I'm, I'm in a rut. I'm literally stuck between a rock and an hard place right now.
0: Wait, how many? How many? Um... You've visited, you're actually yeah. trying to use today. That's about three one sentence. Right. I'm
1: just thinking that when COVID's over, every cloud's got a silver lining. This, <laughs> this,
0: this. Anyway, without further ado, because you interrupted us there, but uh, as ever, we are here with co-host Ross Hunter. How are you, Ross?
1: I'm all right, mate. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm all right. Every dog has his day.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, they do.
0: Uh, how's your lockdown going, mate? Um, yeah alright
1: to be fair to be fair Um, I nearly knocked myself out with a pickaxe Hit myself in the head with a pickaxe for the weekend which was quite funny Um,
0: explain
1: I was trying to do a dad thing of put a swing in for the kids and when I swung it I caught the rope of the swing in the back end whacked me around the head so that was fun Um, so yeah that was probably the highlight low light of my weekend the start of jigsaw though
0: oh that's (laughs) nice uh, did, it, did, it, did it
1: floor you, the pickaxe handle? No. I, yeah, like, oh, I couldn't see for like a little bit. You know, you, I didn't know where I was for half a second. It was all right. It's fine. Quite a bit of a lump. But, you know, it's dying
2: down now. It's all good. Well, I'm happy you're still alive, mate. That's all oh, I can say. You, you
1: could have sounded a little bit more.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm really happy that you're alive. <laughs> <if> I'm honest.
0: <laughs> thanks. Uh, so, well, let me just ask you this question: Who saw you do
1: it, or did, was nobody else there? My kids, and if my kids didn't even laugh, I must have hit myself. <laughs> uh,
0: you
1: must, you must give yourself a good bop <laughs> if they weren't laughing. Yeah, they didn't even laugh. So yeah, it was it was a decent crack. To be fair, that's like literally the highlight of my week. Hit <laughs> myself all over the head with a pickaxe. it's not the best thing I've ever done.
2: We're gonna have to top that for the next podcast.
1: Who's got the best highlight of the week? <laughs>
0: COVID COVID highlight of the week, Ross
1: hitting himself with a pickaxe. To be fair, I did turn 40 while um while we were in between episodes though. So. Oh happy birthday. Thanks, mate. How... It's the first time you've said that to me, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. I just texted nah, you birthday birthday. How was
0: how was uh, being 40 being locked up?
1: Um weird mate, really, really weird. And to be fair, my my missus gave me um a really, really good birthday, to be fair. She gave me, <laughs> yeah, and I can imagine what Rome's doing. Um, she she gave me like 40 presents on for my birthday with like loads of different things that I like, you know, like all the bad things that I shouldn't be eating, um, like just everything. So it was really cool. It was it was a good day. Um, enjoyed it. Uh, I had way too many beers, and I think I was sat up talking to my sister till about half, four, five o'clock in the morning drinking. Um so I was a little bit tender the day after, to be fair.
2: I'm glad you said your sister there as
1: opposed to yourself. <laughs> well, I'd anyway. do that anyway. I bother me. I'd talk to anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm a issue that. anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm how's, right. your, how's
1: yours how's your since the last podcast?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm I'm hanging in there, mate. I'm hanging in there. Uh, I was literally cut off my left arm to go for a beer. Um or a coffee or watch a film in a cinema but other than that I'm all right good days and bad days so yeah I'm okay I'm hanging out nice.
2: hashtag COVID life
0: yes hashtag COVID life indeed So we've got a a guest. It's nice that we've got a guest, isn't it? We've got a guest on the podcast. Um, I think it's fair to say that he's probably uh, Man V Fat uh, royalty, shall we say. Uh, If anybody follows him on Instagram, uh, his Instagram really is uh, A to Z, um, a journey of weight loss, shall we say. Um, Really fantastic, really inspirational. And that's Dean Bax.
4: You're not too bad, mate. You?
0: I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Uh, so, Dean, um, you're like I say, you. You're, we consider you monthly fat royalty, but I've never actually met. The first time that me and Dean spoke properly, we were on uh, BBC Radio Five Live.
4: Yeah, that was quite nerve uh, wracking.
0: Was
2: that? Wait, was was that the show that was the other week? Last week or the week before?
0: Yeah, yeah, with exactly. the
2: uh, with the hairy bikers. With the hairy bikers. I listened to that. I listened to that, and it was actually that was really good. Really good.
1: The man actually, did they have a professional producer?
0: Yeah, they did actually. <laughs> what
1: are you trying to say, Ross?
0: They also had a decent <laughs> host, so you know, they've got one up on us already. <laughs> how did how did you find it, Dean? I was quite nervous, me before they uh before they brought me on, but how did you find it?
4: I found it really nervous because I because you spoke before I did, so I was sitting there in the background listening, and I was going, "In a minute they're going to say something." In a minute they're going to say something. It just went on and on and on. It just felt like I was sitting there for like ages.
0: Yeah, it was it was weird because you can hear that you can hear the show through the phone, um, and then all of a sudden it's you just on, and they just they, they segue just and go, oh, "What do you think we've got such and such?" And the next thing you know, you've got to speak. So I was a bit like. Uh struggling to get my words out but I felt quite relaxed by the end and they were uh, they were good guys hairy bikers weren't they?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So things like this
4: always I'm always nervous around things like this anyway because I'm not very good in like social situations and speaking to people so like things like this is well out of my comfort zone anyway. So But,
0: but it's good that you, you, you're here and you're doing these kind of things all Dean you know what I mean?
4: You're going to have to you've got to push yourself you can't I always find that you have to put yourself in those situations that you don't want to be in to overcome those situations. It does eventually yeah. get a little bit easier, but yeah, I'm still quite nervous.
0: That's all right. We'll, we'll ease you in, mate. So let's go back. Let's let's start at the beginning, shall we say, uh, of your number of journey. You played in Peterborough, the Peterborough League. Is that right? Yeah, so
4: I started off, uh, I think it was March 2018, about just over two years. Played for a team called Renault Donuts at the time. Um, I, pl- I Basically, I was trying to lose weight and I couldn't lose weight. And then my wife saw it on the one show about man being fat. She was like, why don't you give that a go? So I signed up, didn't hear anything for about, I think it was about three weeks. And then I was in London visiting my mum and I got a phone call from Sean Hackett, the coach, saying, do you want to play? And I was like, I'm in London. And I was like, so he sent me, add me to the WhatsApp group, speaking to the guys. The guys seemed really friendly and was like, yeah, yeah, play tonight, play tonight. So literally he jumped in my car, shot Thought the M25, would like get me a bit stuck. I told the missus to meet me at Peterborough Brown, like Neen Park. Um, with all my football stuff, because again, I would have been scared just to do it on my own if I had someone there. Um, so, yeah, I managed to get there on time to sort of play the football. And the guys literally just welcomed me so, sort of like, it was so nice how they sort of like introduced me to the team, made me feel relaxed. Um, so, yeah, that was like March 2018. I think I started, it was like halfway through the season when I started.
1: Was that Peterborough's first league, Stu?
0: Yeah, I think so, yeah. It was quite, it was a relative, would have been a relatively new league in 2018. Peterborough was quite early on though, to be, I think. Uh, it's quite a big league, isn't it, Peterborough,
4: Dean? It is now, because okay, we've gone to two leagues, so we've got a Premiership and a Championship now, so you can get relegated and promoted.
2: was <laughs> oh, that, that working then? Oh, so you can get, oh wait, you can get relegated and promoted?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot better, like. So we have six teams in the championship and six teams in Premiership, and the two top teams, obviously from the championship, get promoted, and the two Premiership teams get relegated.
2: Wow. Uh, how do how do people how do people receive? You know, think about that. Is it the, is the competition then driven much better, or or, or what is it?
4: Yeah, like, my, like when we was playing, I I won a championship, and obviously because you won the championship, you want to win the Premiership. So yeah, it does drive you. The only way really to win games is weight loss. Your weight loss is a big key factor, so it does drive you on. And it gives a little bit extra as well.
0: It's really interesting. I haven't I haven't got a league like that, uh, but I'd love to have one because I think it adds a, a different dynamic to it in a way. Uh, and I imagine if you're probably not the best footballing team and you get relegated, really you think actually this might spur us on a little bit the next season to be a bit more competitive uh, on the pitch.
4: I mean the cup's good because when we do the cup, we actually do, do the across the two leagues as well. So cup's quite good.
2: So how does that run on the night? Is it two pitches side by side playing or
4: those at a cup? Well for the
2: for, for the league. league,
4: for the league, yeah. No, so the, we only got one pitch, but we do it from six o'clock till half nine, I think it is. worked works out, we play it all in one night. One oh, okay, so this,
2: so there's still it's a lot gone. of like inter interacting with the other teams of the, the two leagues, you still kind of you know chit chat with the lads of the um championship and obviously vice versa for the it's Premier really League. Like,
4: so, obviously, you've got the WhatsApp group for the whole league and you've got your WhatsApp group for your team. And then, obviously, there's a lot of people that do extra games outside of that as well. Um, like Dave Clark, he does this thing a Power League on a Wednesday called Argentina. It's like a Power League league. But it's only for Man V Fat players, really. And then Bedders does one at Mean Park, the same place we play on a Monday. But he does it for Man V Fat players on a Sunday for two hours of football. So, everyone does things outside as well.
0: Do you think that helps a lot? How much football were you probably playing? Uh obviously nothing prior to joining Man V Fat. Uh but at your at your your most how how often you were playing a week? Uh
4: four. Or four, four nights a week at most. Man's been playing at um Peter, uh, Peterborough's ground this Sunday for like a friendly cup with all the Man V Fat players. It was about 60. 60 players was going to have two like two games at Peterborough ground. Obviously, that's had to be cancelled now. We did it last year. We did it last year. It was really good. Getting changed in the change rooms to come out. Professional photographer. Um, cups at the end.
2: Was
4: that 11-a-side
2: game?
4: Yeah, yeah. 4-11-a-side, yeah. Oh, that would have been wicked. Yeah. Last year, we did it again with Manby fat 11-a-side team as well at Peterborough. um Ground. ground. That was quite fun
0: how so big I'm is
1: not, that 11, sorry Stu go on go on
0: mate sorry go, just go say, on how
1: mate. big does it feel when you've gone you've been playing Man FiFA on like a 5 a side pitch and you walk on that 11 a side pitch when you've not played on it for probably a few years um, I remember going what that's
0: huge yeah,
4: it, does, that, well, yeah, it does shock you
0: you can't remember we, that it, if, you, if you're playing particularly if you're playing another Man V that side yeah okay it's huge for you but it's also huge for them That's the way I've got to get my head around it like, oh, I think it's massive but I bet they think
1: it's massive as well so that's all right. What does man v. fat mean to you? Lose weight and enjoy a game of football. Mental health camaraderie. Friends, football, fat loss.
2: Reverse my diabetes. Big, sweaty, fun. Life-changing football. Better and healthy lifestyle. Good competitive sport. Teamwork, banter and weight loss. Create a winning mentality to lose fat. Hard work, regime and football. It means sustainable weight loss.
5: Don't let the boys down, and
0: don't let yourself down.
2: Man v fat, weigh, play, lose, win.
0: So on the on the weight loss side, I think what what around, around what weight did you weigh in first? Your first that first session.
4: Well, yeah. So my first weigh weighing was roughly around one four six, so twenty two about twenty two point nine stone I was. Over the whole Man v. fat journey. I'm not allowed to say that anymore. <laughs> um, you can say Um uh, I've lost uh, was it sixty-one
0: point
4: five kilos? Wow. So nine off stone.
0: So so you go down to that first session, it's a bit last minute, you get you know, your you Mrs. Meets you me, in the boots and you and your kit, you play, you you think this is this is fantastic.
4: No, I didn't think it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> two minutes, I was literally dying, I think, on that pitch. Two minutes, I was literally coughing up everything. I just, In, yeah.
2: in your defence, Dean, you'd just driven back from London on, yeah. a, on, a, you know, on a turn of a heart and just gone right, boom, in with it. So, you you know, your adrenaline was probably still rife at that moment in time. So you probably did yourself proud just for the two minutes.
4: Yeah, two minutes. I was done, but, then, but obviously over time, your fitness does get better. So, but yeah, it was good. I didn't play football for twenty years before that, so yeah, it was good to put put those boots back on.
0: But at what point do you think that it took hold of you? At what point do you think then that you were like, actually, this is working for me, weight loss wise? Uh,
4: well, the first season, um, I this thing where I challenged myself. <laughs> It's really weird because I have this feeling where I challenge myself against someone. So the first season I saw Cammy at the top of the top scorer list who was in my team. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try beating him. But I set my sights on his sort of like his his scores. So straight away I got so competitive with it. I think I come second. was it second? Uh, no second season I come second top scorer against Cammy. Um, straight away, literally, it got me hooked. Straight away.
0: And what, what at that point, what changes did you make? Was it, was it all just playing football? Was it, was there other elements of, of uh, exercise in there, diet-wise? What did you do?
4: I changed literally, like everything. I'm not a very good eater, so I don't eat fruit, veg, fish. I'm so fussy; it's untrue. So I literally had to change my whole world. Um, so, yeah, I, I went to the gym more, um, tried running, um, tried spin classes, um, literally cut out all snacks, all food, looked at everything and thought, do I need butter in the sandwich? No, I don't need that. Let's scrap that. Do I need sugar? No, I don't need that. Let's scrap that. So I was changing literally everything I could.
0: And what... What part of that did you did you find easy? Did you find easy the diet side of things? Did you find it easier to uh, increase your exercise? What was were you stretch or was it just a case of, you know, the diet's going to match the exercise and and we'll bring them both right down?
4: I had to literally do both. I had to get some routine in my life to sort of know that I could stick to it. I'd write down everything. So right, these are the days I'm going to this, eat this, so I can stick to it. The way I am, I need things uh, as a routine, because if I ain't got routine, then I get confused and I start seeing life feeling a bit out of control. If I've got the routine, then I find it easier.
0: I'm very much like that, Dean. I, I have to have a routine. I have to know that, you know, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to Greg's and I'm going to get a porridge and, <laughs> you know, at, at, at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be in the gym or I'll try to be in the gym anyway. I, I am... Habit is, is 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 you know I'm a creature of habit as 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 such, but uh, it's difficult when that routine gets messed up and you have to try and find a new one. Yeah. yeah. So i
1: I found like you say about your routine. I found COVID difficult <laughs> um, <clears throat> finding finding time to exercise and stuff. Well, not time because you've got time, but trying the. um it's just killed my routine like I say because I used to when I get home from work it was okay I exercise now and that's it before I sit down or anything like that and when I'm at home and then I just go on the couch I'm like god yeah I'm alright I'm here now for the night so yeah I totally get that routine piece as well sorry Stuart I'll stop cutting you off mate All right, mate (laughs) that's
0: what I'm here for so with regards to exercise obviously the football sessions increase from zero to you know up to four times a week. Uh, gym wise, did you find did you were you one of those that tried six seven different things for something to stick, or was it a case of you know this is what I'm going to do and and, and you found something straight away that you loved doing outside of football?
4: Um, I started off fortunately going to gym doing weights, <clears throat> and then I realised my weight wasn't really dropping as fast as I thought it could. So I came off the, the weights I started doing a lot of cardio on machines. The and then my weight just literally then started sort of taking off a lot more, but I was doing that rather than weights. Um it's really weird now because now I love absolutely weight training. So like weight training up there now is just something that I'm really sort of getting into.
0: How often how often do you weight train now, Dean? Well, before
4: obviously, um when the gyms were open, I would go five, six days a week. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's because I joined a small gym and um, it was really weird because uh, you had Andy, Andy Bullard on this uh, Bullard on this show a while ago. Yeah. yeah. And he did that. He was talking about Lostober. So I was in that Toba thing with him and I was sitting outside this small little gym. It's like a proper meathead gym, sort of down in like, literally it's like one of those old-fashioned gyms. And I was sitting there in that group and I don't know whether... I need to go in. I can't go in. I feel too nervous. And they're all going, go in, go in, go in, go in. So I went in, and it was probably the best thing I've ever done, is going to that school gym. Because the support in there is like absolutely brilliant. They're setting up training plans. They talk to you. They help you. They see you struggling. They support you. It's brilliant there. So yeah, my weight trainers just, like just took off from, from there.
2: Just to go back, you said before when you start the, the weight training, and then when you went on to do cardio, uh, and that's when the weight really started to shift.:
3: yeah. um,
2: Now obviously, looking at weight training, a lot of people get the wrong impression in terms of, of when you do weights, because there's so many routines and uh, types of exercises you can do with weights, there's strength, t- sorry, strength training, these um, you know, circuits with weights. What did you, was, are you training differently now to you, what you did? For uh, when you do the weights, or is it completely the same routines?
4: Yeah, I probably train a lot. Well, before when you start, you don't really know what you're doing. To be fair, um, but now like, I I train literally. Um, first of all, I was doing push, pull, and legs, um, and then I trained from that, and I went on to like a four-day split. And then obviously on uh, two or three days that I was going down there, I'd like do like randomness with like the first straight on am say like chairs, cross on the legs. Um, but it was more routine, more structured now than it was back then. Back then it was like literally just pick up some dumbbells and have a go, sort of thing.
2: So do you think that's where you were failing initially because you the knowledge of the weight training wasn't certainly was wasn't there? Um yeah. so you literally went to something that you you know, anyone can get on uh, a bike, elliptical, a rower, you know, there's only one way to use it, but there's not just one way to use weights, is there? Yeah, yeah. So do you think with the knowledge now, that's where you're now seeing um, the same, if not more, results of fat loss? Well,
4: yeah, so towards the end of my, because I, I left Manly Fat in December-ish, because my, my whole thing was I wanted to make sure I fell under 25 BMI before Christmas. And I was doing weights then, and again, my weight, my weight was falling off then. I uh, mostly enjoyed Christmas a bit too much, but I was enjoying back. So
2: But Christmas is but is there to be enjoyed.
4: Exactly. So I was I was adamant that I was in a four hundred twenty five under twenty-five BMI before Christmas. Um, and
0: the, did you you did that dean? Yeah, I got
4: to twenty four point six, I think it
3: was, on the twenty third of December. That's
0: so what weight was that? What weight did that bring you in at from
4: 146?
2: Uh 84. Just to give you an idea, how tall are you? Six one. Six one. That's impressive. That's really impressive. Because I'm shorter than you and I, I'm struggling to get over the hundred hurdle now.
4: Um when you look at me as well, when I'm eighty-four, there's a picture on my Instagram, and you look at it, um, yeah, I do look, I think, too skinny.
2: Well, I've just got your Instagram up. Which you can you remember, can you give an idea what uh, image it might be?
4: I'm standing on my side. I think red tracksuit bottoms.
2: Red tracksuit bottoms. Is it quite a recent picture? Yeah, if you look
4: at, there's one I've just posted up today, I think it is. There's a guy I'm standing next to, the Chelsea jacket. Next to me, I'm on a topless with...
2: Yeah. Yeah, There, that. That's the one. That's my to 84. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, if I'm honest. I'll share the screen so uh, the lads can see. Hold on. I've got it up, I've got it up. Uh, you got it up? No problem, I won't share the screen.
4: I think um, so when you've realised that you've been big for so long, you're sort of like, you're used to being big.
0: Yeah. Well, um, where do you see that... Were you always big, Dean? Were you as big as a kid? No. Or
4: do you think that weight started to come on? So, when I was younger, I did a lot of athletics, um, a lot of football, a lot of athletics. I was quite skinny, but then obviously when you leave school and everything else, then you start going to the pub and start eating loads of rubbish, getting in at two o'clock in the morning, and yeah, from that then you just don't do any sports whatsoever.
0: So it's like a gradual gain. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Come, come on over it. the years. Next thing, you no, know, you just be big. <laughs>
0: yeah. And uh, did you have? Was it a light bulb moment? Was it a moment where you were like, you know what, I need to lose weight, or was it, you know, try and fail over over a, a few years?
4: Um, it was. I went to uh, the Coca Cola. I went to go and see the Coca Cola truck um, in Peterborough with uh, the misses and. You're standing there and you're getting your photos taken and stuff like that. And then when you look back, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's not me. that can't be me. And when you go back through your phone, you don't really, you know you're big because you can't find that many pictures of you being big. But you, you do avoid the camera because around that time, there is not that many pictures of me. But when I saw that picture, I was yeah, I was so ashamed that I got that big. So that's that's when I thought, come New Year, I need to do something about it.
2: And you looking by those pictures, Dean, you've done something about it.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: So let's talk a bit about your Instagram. So fat Dean to lead, Dean. That's your handle. Uh when did you set that up? When when did that become a
4: a weight loss Instagram, was it? Um, I mainly only use it for fitness, and I mainly only use it to track what I'm doing. Um, so I can look back and have a record of what I've done or or how I'm trying to set myself up. Makes sense. Um, I, I started it ages ago, but it's only probably the last, I don't know, maybe six, ten months
3: that I've been using it a lot more.
0: And do you get a lot of, do you get many people... Because you must have a fair few uh, followers, six hundred followers. That's pretty good. Do you ever get any any inboxes of anybody wanting a bit of inspiration?
4: Or yeah, I mean, yeah, I do speak to quite a few people from Manby uh, Far that's outside my league, which is good, which is nice. Like, yeah, uh, I speak to Andy quite regularly, and I speak to Illy. Don't know if you know Illy.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I Speak Illy quite much, and uh, Dan, you know Dan. He was my okay. Um I also joined Norwich for about a season. I was doing Peterborough and Norwich for a season. So here is my coach at Norwich. Trying to get him on here, but
0: he's having none of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him on. We'll get him on. Do
4: you know what the weirdest thing was? Was I was at Peterborough League and I was doing Norwich at the same time, and then we had to have eleven aside, and I end up having to have to pick because I played for Peterborough <laughs> eleven aside, and I end up scoring against Norwich.
0: <laughs> how how uh, how well did that go down, Dean? I don't think
4: yeah, I don't think Dan spoke to me for a while.
0: Greater. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so yeah, I mean your Instagram is amazing, and it's not just um, before and after pictures. There's, there's there's food on there. There's there's you you know pictures of you uh, exercising on there. It's it's really really. I think it's a really um, anybody who's looking for a bit of inspiration who's listening. I think it's definitely want to follow. Really do. I think just
2: add it on to that, Stu I'm just skimming through your Instagram, um, and it it, do, it, it it is a story of uh, you know a man finding himself. If I'm honest, it's you, but every aspect of you. You're a family man. You know you're you know you're inspirational. You just jumping on that cooking. Did you cook prior to losing weight?
4: No. No, not at all. Um, I've probably only started cooking more since this whole challenge thing that's been set up. It's gone quite stuck in my own routine and, I, and, and I'm so fussy. It's only now that I've been looking at more recipes to cook and things like that. It's only now I'm even pushing myself to eat veg- vegetables because I mean, who, who thought of that challenge this week?
0: Uh, <laughs> the commission. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to do with me, don't know. For them challenges, good well, the aren't
4: they? That was. I
0: don't know. That was that was one. I believe uh, the commission told me, uh, and that, that was especially for you. That one day.
4: Yeah. Well, I've done it. so That's good. <laughs> good. There,
0: good. Was, there any,
1: was there any of them kind of vegetables that you've you've had and thought oh, that's not that bad, and had it, you'd have it again that you would not think you would have done.
4: The pizza was just quite easy to do, um, I could easily eat peppers and things like that, but I don't like it them, but obviously I ain't going to throw it in the bin. And then, <laughs> and then also I did like a flaffle um, uh, kind of a meatball pasta and like a noodle thing as well.
2: Ah, I'm looking at it on Instagram, I, do you know what? I genuinely thought that was meatballs, I wouldn't have ever thought that was flaffle. Yeah. And that's the pizza there with all the peppers on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a smiley face in the middle. Rainbow pizza. Rainbow pizza. Like it.
0: That's excellent. That's really good. Just looking at it.
2: Hi, Roman here. Thank you for listening to Man V Fat Podcast. If you'd like this episode and want to hear more like them, you can find us on the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Hit subscribe and turn on your notifications to make sure you're always up to date.
0: Prior to you to you losing the weight, how how was your mental health? Were you affected by your weight? Was it was your confidence quite low? Has you been an upturn in that? Is it more? Are you more confident now?
4: Yes. Yeah, I've got I deal with cyclothymia, which is a mild type of bipolar, and so my mood swings are up and down quite a lot, or well, they was. I'm on medication, so sort of levels out a bit. And also, got OCD tendencies, and I've got type of Asperger's as well. So, I'm quite all or nothing, things need to be sort of um, done the correct way, or um, I'm not very good in social situations. So, even by meeting up with new people or talking to new people, I do struggle. Um, So, obviously, within the last two years, that has really Doing, doing this whole, like, man, be fat has, like, helped me so much because I, be, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this now or doing Radio 5 Live live the other week. There's not a chance. Not a chance.
0: Would you said you were somebody who would have an Instagram spray to this?
4: Um, yeah, see, I, yeah, see, I do, but I, if you notice, I don't talk in any of my videos, really. I don't do any of that live stuff or anything like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and how do you, do you feel as though it's a um, being pushed out of your comfort zone by weight loss and by and by man v fat football and 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 more recently man v fat challenge as well? Do you feel as though that's something that you'll take on and and, and you'll continue to to do other things and, and more things that are out of your comfort zone?
4: Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's sort of put me in that situation that it's made me realise that I could be missing out on so much if I makes sense. It's, it's, it's proved to me that if I didn't have gone on that that Monday night to the first game, I, I, you know I mean, I could still be big. I'd still not be talking to people. I'd still be um, very like struggling to talk to like people and stuff like that. I mean, it's just pushed me so much that. It Makes you realize that you can do a lot more.
2: You know, it's interesting. So, sorry, before you continue, Stu, is uh, it got me thinking, you know, you said you received a phone call whilst you were in London. Uh, you literally went straight to the first game on the Monday night, but you had been waiting three weeks. Do you think at any point, do you think it because it was you didn't have time to think about you any choices, you just, you're just driven to get there? Or with, like you say, bipolar or you're not, you're not into great into certain social circles, circles and whatever, um, did you feel that if you had maybe got a call a week earlier, uh, maybe five, six days before that Monday, do you think you would have gone, mm, is it, mm, and maybe put it off? Or
4: I think if I maybe have put it off that Monday, I think I probably would have struggled to go the following week because I would have been thinking about it too much across the week. That makes
2: sense. so it's almost a blessing that you yeah. got a phone call out of the situation you did really
1: come yeah. now <laughs> sorry <laughs> come, come now come now
0: yeah I suppose if you have time to think of time to it and time to talk yourself out of it like you say you, you might not you might not have, have, uh, have come but because it, it was quite an instant decision uh, it's probably else.
1: sounds like the guys in that team were a good group of guys as well to be fair
0: yeah, because as
4: soon as I pulled up, he literally there was a guy called Terry there and he literally said, like, you Dean? Straight away, he sort of recognised or thought knew who I was. Um, and he literally showed me around, introduced me to players. I mean, they were a great, great bunch of guys. Um, and there was another guy there, George. Um, he started on the same day as me as well and he's still there now as well. So we're, like, we're good friends now as well. So you make so many good friends from the whole programme. It's just... I tell you, we talk daily as well so um, yeah it's good
0: I think we don't necessarily put um, much emphasis sometimes or as much as what we should do on the social side of it of just getting you know 60, 80 120 together on the same night and, and just being a real community and a real social uh, kind of support and Bags I think that first... <laughs> Bagsy not first round yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I do. I think I think that that's something that we um that should be celebrated a little bit more as well. Um, because I've made some incredible friends through Mammy Fat football that I would, would never have, have done previously. Um, and okay. I know that a lot of our guys can feel can sometimes come from backgrounds um and places where they are quite isolated. Yeah. And I think just any, any excuse to get out. Just once a week for an hour to kick a ball about. It's a really good excuse in, in the modern age to, to be able to do that.
2: Oh, guys, sorry,
4: continue. That's the good thing about Peterborough is the fact that I mean there's what hundred, probably hundred and thirty players in our leagues, and um, there's always games going on outside. And everyone's all talking to each other. As I say, this Sunday, we should be all 60, 60 centre of us should have been playing 11 a side and then going out for food and drinks uh, like after at Posh on Sunday. I mean, guy called Bedders, so he arranges so many games and so many things outside of the football, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, so, I think that's, that's a semi-run. No, no, carry,
2: carry on, carry
0: on. I think it's... Um, a club like, you know, Peterborough as a league, it's it's a real community feeling. It feels like its own football club. And I know that a lot of leagues up and down the country are like that. Cardiff is a really good example of it feels like it's a, it's a separate football club and these guys just play within a league, within that football club. And that is something that um, it works wonders for people playing in that league. It really does.
4: Yeah, even Norwich, I mean, even playing at Norwich was fantastic. The guys were there are fantastic at Norwich.
0: Apart from Churchill.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can I say that? Um, what I was going to say is, um, so do you find, because also we've all gone through leagues and whatnot, and um, like to your fellow uh, footballers um, and you guys in your team and the staff, do you find it's easier to talk to them as opposed to your closest mates about your transition, what you're going through in terms of fat loss and mental and anything like that?
4: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I can easily speak to people that I'm going through at the same time and the same things in my WhatsApp group a lot easier because they understand it more than, say, my mate who I grew up when it's all with quite easily.
2: So, because yeah. the response will be different because. You know, if you cry out to your, um, oh, sorry, not so much cry out, but if you reach out to one of your closest friends, you know they it, it, that barrier straight away could come back and go, you know, I just man up, mate, and you're not fat, and you just be told something that you might like, as opposed to when you're in the same boat as a lot of other people going for the same thing, they've 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 hit the barriers or they've gone, you know, in, in an avenue that didn't work, and they've gone, listen, I've tried this, why don't you try this? And that's when the camaraderie gets gets what
4: becomes influential really yeah definitely I mean yeah like they, they live it so so they're about to give you what works best for them and you can yeah the banner does come in then as well if that makes sense
2: who's the best banner on your team they
4: are oh, i would say me <laughs> yeah. even like with our new team, the flu Fires, for the challenges. I mean, that's amazing because we're teamed up with a Cambridge team. By a few players from Cambridge, and we're all getting on. It's like amazing how, like, just just one thing like football and diet can sort of bring people together you don't know quite
2: easily. Right, I'll ask you a question now because I, I feel this in my Challenge team. Do you feel there's a different bond in the Challenge group? It's it's almost like I never thought a, a, a bond can get you know as strong
4: when football's been removed. Yeah, so I was talking to someone the other day about this and it, the way you look at it is um, I don't want to say it as, as a wrong thing. is, A lot of players join man be fat because they now can play football. That makes sense. And then the diet size is there for them and they will stick to the diet, but it sort of drifts away and it comes more about the football. Where these challenges, it's like the football's not there, so it is all about the diet. And the people that are still paying their money and still staying on is literally all they want to do is diet, that makes sense. So when you're like in your, in your wiggly challenges – motivation that you're getting from every single player in that team is just like 100%. That, I don't think even one person has failed to do their challenges in our team. They've just gone all out every, every time. The bond, as you say, the bond is so much closer. It's, it's,
2: it's, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's a different, it's a different bond. you know. And, and it, everyone gets it straight away. No, it's or
0: somebody You've never met
2: exactly. You've never, I've never, yeah, you've
0: never, you've never met face to face, and you can and you can have a bond with somebody you've you've never met. And you know what? You might never meet.
2: You're like you know, but it's it's strange because some of my teammates will message me um, out of the WhatsApp group, and I think fe- I feel that's a compliment in itself. You know, when that's can you reach out, and I'll I'll message them as well. Yeah. And it's I think that's, that's bloody brilliant. If I'm honest, really that. Um, the tin food one. Oh, whoever thought about that, That you know, the zombie apocalypse one. Can you me a tin food? don't know who it was. The
0: commission, oh. whoever that mystery guy is.
2: My, mine looked crap, but it tasted pretty good.
0: But it's all about that. One of the things that we wanted to do with Challenge Um it's completely pushed people out of their comfort zone. Like one of the challenges was, was yoga. And I know that 90% of the guys doing that would have pulled their face at doing some yoga previously. And yoga is so good. And we wanted to kind of break those walls down because yoga, because the way I see it, and I've done yoga and it's really, really hard. But the way that people perceive yoga is it's all about, you know, uh, aligning your chakras and you have to put a bed, you know, light an incense candle and all that kind of thing. And that's completely and utterly not what yoga
2: is about. I, I tell you, I think the the winning factor in that week, uh, I'll tell you, is what the the talk was that week in the Broga uh, with um, what was his name, Whips. Whips, um, and he did the yoga, and it it was it was it was easy. It wasn't it, well, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't like really hard where you go into these classes and you see all these flexible people mainly women doing downward dog and all that business and bending and flexing this was like I can do that I can pretty do that and when you try it it's like wow this actually yeah it's step by step I really enjoyed it Uh, not for me
0: Uh,
4: (laughs) (laughs) not for me (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, it, and you will get people who are like, I'm not a massive fan of yoga I'll be dead honest I think it's really really hard I'm about as flexible as a wooden board so so yeah it's not my thing either
4: the one I did enjoy was the step challenge
0: yeah that was that was the one we had the most feedback that was that was the best
1: yeah. so I, I massively struggle with step challenges it just I prefer, it doesn't doesn't work for me because I just I haven't got the I prefer to go for a run. Do you know what I mean? Or or do a workout or something on those lines. As if it was like a right, do a, a hit workout for thirty minutes every day for the week or something. Um, just I can't do steps. It just I just get mind-numbingly bored.
0: But you 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 run would a counted towards that though.
1: Yeah, but it's not you you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to run. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not fair enough to run ten thousand steps. To be fair, probably. Um, but yeah, it's. It, it, I think the ten thousand steps is probably easier for for people that are a bit more. I look, I walk from my house to my car, from my car to my desk, from my desk to my car, from my car to my whole house. That's literally it. Do you know what I mean? I don't move anywhere else from when I'm out anywhere when I'm going to work. So there's. If I could have done it and put and walked or done something on my lunch which I did That when I did steps that's what I did I tried and tried doing all that but I I still wasn't doing anywhere near 10,000 I think unless I went for a a long run I was probably getting 8,000 or something so I found that one difficult to be fair just just my
4: I kept on trying to be my personal best the day before so I kept on like either walking I was walking to work I've never walked to work before I was always working back every morning and how fast work. work Huh?
2: How far's work?
4: Uh, it's only about probably an hour walk. Only an hour. <laughs> yeah. Only an hour. I think one, one, I think one day I hit 42,000 steps. Wow. So, yeah. So I, was, I literally pushed myself every day to try beating the previous day. But yeah, I enjoyed that one.
0: But it's no, it's no, uh, it's not a coincidence that that was the best week for weight loss.
3: Yeah. Uh, when we did a step
0: challenge. Uh, uh, when one, I've when I've done challenges at, um in Mamma Fat football for certain weeks as well, the step challenge is always the best weight loss week.
2: People, people forget Walking as for an exercise. They, they, they just it's the last thing to cross the mind. It really is. Oh, I've got to go to the gym, I've got to do this, I've got to, well, I've got to, well, I've got to, well, I've got to run on it. Just just go for an hour walk. Like, seriously, it helps your breathing. It
3: helps your posture. It's so much stuff for That's everything clear, else. Red. Of course it does. And you got yeah, some you nice walks. <laughs> I'd, I'd walk with the
1: missus. I'd walk with the missus. I'm brave because she's not here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm saying what were your
2: missus, Ross? I'm not saying
0: that. Oh, me and the missus is are exactly. going to go, out. Is that, is gonna go is? out for a nice walk. Are you
1: telling
2: me? Is that-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't you tell that's a new relationship? <laughs> I will not know it misses. I'm like, nah, We've been together seven years, I've got my own. No. <laughs>
5: uh.
0: yeah, it's it it's good to get a little bit of feedback on challenge. It really is. Uh well I think we need to get Mr. Hunter signed up for season two. Starts in two weeks, mate.
1: Does it? Yeah. Who's doing the challenges though?
0: Some uh, some bloke called the commissioner, I don't know who he is. Okay he's a strange character but he's you know what he's kind of likeable
2: he's got a bit of a smoking problem actually though because he never likes his cigars
0: do you know what I mean like maybe, a drinking problem maybe he just likes likes the taste Of a little cigar possibly
1: dipped in yeah. the end of a, a whiskey oh oh now
2: you're talking oh. I'm, glad you said, I'm
0: glad you said whiskey then Ross <laughs> <laughs>
2: No,
0: then being, I'll, 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 I've been
2: to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> what's your drink, Dean? Diet uh, like Coke.
0: Diet Coke. Good answer. You
2: don't drink. No. Oh, no, Fair play. Fair yeah. play.
0: So, what's your what's your go-to meal? Do you do you have a cheap meal or are you quite strict?
4: It depends. Normally, after football, I'll have a cheap meal, um, and that'll probably be anything from um, a nice, sort of like home cooked meal, or it could be just picking up a on the way home um, or a Chinese. Um, but normally, what I'll try doing, it depends on how much weight I want to lose. If I'm really in a the game, then I don't have a cheap meal. If I feel that I like, literally. Um, I'm not going for a target because most of my seasons I've always try aiming for something because that's top loser, top scorer, or the BMI. Um, but if I feel like I where I can, I'll have a cheap meal. KFC. What's your cheat meal, Ron?
0: <sighs> well, every Friday I've
2: uh, I have a pizza with a missus. So right now it's pizza as the pizza,
3: which are by far the best pizzas ever.
0: For
1: your cheap meal Ross can I just say just eat because I can't <laughs> <laughs> just literally anything it depends I, I, I'm, I haven't really got a cheap meal I tend to just go oh I fancy this that's what I'm having um, yeah probably not the best I've had quite a few cheap meals recently to be fair so I'll rephrase that question
0: what's your one one go to healthy meal a week Ross um, if I could have
1: one that like, is like a little fake away so I get um, Nando's Piri Piri seasoning in a packet not the bottle bottle's crap um, get the get the powdered one over a couple of chicken breasts and then you don't even have to really like marinate you can just pan fry it In coconut oil just a little bit of coconut oil or something couple of pitas, um, and then loads of lettuce and stuff in it and it feels like you're having a having a kebab it's great now that I'd, I'd eat that and to be fair I normally do that with um, sweet potato wedges so I have it with um, and that's something else I never really liked sweet potatoes but well, sweet potato wedges are alright actually piri piri salt on them away you go cracking that'd be mine Mine's naughty but nice
4: that's why I had for dinner tonight I had chicken pan fried in breadcrumbs and sage and onion stuffing nice, nice.
5: yeah oh that's okay.
0: good what did you have from? Well, my tea tonight? Yeah. Uh, chicken
2: wrap. Chicken salad. Chicken back. wrap. You like a, you, that's your go-to one, isn't it? Chicken oh, wrap. Yeah. It's so easy to do. And it's just, in seconds, there's no nibbling when you're cooking you know, or like that. There's no nibbling because you're not cooking. It's boom, done. And it's that's it. No messing around. Because that's what I do. When I when I cook, I nibble. And I'll be starting nibbling. By the time I get a, my tea, it's like, well, I'm not hungry now because I've nibbled. But I'll eat my tea. So... Yeah. yeah
0: what's your what was your favourite uh, food challenge Rob
1: mine yeah. uh, I like a like fake away one don't don't ask me what I had for my tea then mate it's alright
0: Ross listen chicken. we're going to get it we're going to get to you it's not all about you is it you always <laughs> have to make it about you don't you I know because we're talking about because we're talking about challenging he's, he's not a challenger Oh, uh, I'm
2: going home. So I'm fake... home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, I, I enjoyed the fake way challenge because I, I did a curry in like, I put it in tinfoil on in the bags as well. So I made like a proper curry uh, from a restaurant. Uh, and then I did a McDonald's and I, and I made the McDonald's like package bomb. Jen did. Um, and uh, yeah, do you know what? It was really good. Really good. What,
0: what did you do for your yoga challenge, Ron?
3: Um I I did
2: it in my birthday suit. Oh
0: well, I've seen, I've I, I've seen did, a picture yeah, of that. Somebody was with their face scrubbed out
2: doing that. Well you'd have to scrub my face out. I'm quite happy to, you know, I it was I was hiding everything, but I did it in my birthday suit because cause why not? You know, why not?
0: How, how many points did the commission give you for that?
2: I don't know because I never saw a breakdown, I just see the All total. Right. It's got
0: to have been but, four points, I reckon.
2: Hashtag feedback. That was,
1: that was a disturbing way to open a WhatsApp on a Monday morning or wherever it was. I'm telling you, first thing in the morning, ROM's bare bottom. Oh. You didn't say anything. It was
2: just, it was like the beginning of uh, Terminator. It was, it
1: was like a carpet. It, I couldn't tell if you were, if you were on a sheepskin rug or not. <laughs> what's,
2: what, what's that taxidermied animal doing on the, uh, ROM's floor? <laughs> oh, it's ROM.
0: <laughs> I thought you had a
1: mullet shirt on. <laughs> oh. anyway, uh, well, of, I thought I thought you looked good, mate. If I'm honest, yeah, I Ross, you No, the only reason I was asking was the only I was trying to prompt you was I actually weighed out my pasta for the first time ever in my life and did that because wow. I did a prawn, prawn linguine with um, loads of broccoli, tomatoes, and a bit of garlic, um, and I weighed out my spag- my my linguine. And I must have had, I think it was about 25 strands of linguine. That's, and I, I'm not talking the fat ones. I'm talking just a little bit thicker than spaghetti. And I went, when, when we did it and Claire put it in the pan, I was like, I would have had double that for me. And that's to do two of us. And to be fair, we've still got a third of a pan left. Um, and it was all weighed, everything was fine, and I'm full. Um, and I could technically still go back and have some more of that for my calories for the day type thing. But wow, how, how mental is 75 grams of pasta? It, it's just nothing. There's genuinely nothing there. If, you just, actually, if, if I could give anyone one tip and you, you eat pasta, just have a look at how little 75 grams of pasta is because it shocked me tonight. And I, <laughs> I was well, amazed, to be doesn't fair.
2: Doesn't it just highlight portion control and how wrong we get it? I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know, Dean. If you is that one thing when you started cooking, did you really go portion control? Uh, yeah, sort
4: of. Um, so, like packets of rice, I, I did a lot of packets of rice. So I'd only have half, and before I'd easily I smashed the whole lot of that. And, and my plate used to be huge, so yeah, cut down quite a lot. Portion control.
2: How easy was it to cut down? Was it a case of oh. right now that's it, that's it, or was it? You know, I've got now I've made it. I've got a. Oh, I'll go back to the pan and put one more in or was the transition going down gradually or was it, no, no, I'm not, some stopping? It was quite, so my wife's been an, an
4: absolute star of my cooking because she would was the hard on the wall what I'd have for the week and then she would cook exactly what I wanted for the week so she was the one that was mostly doing all the portion controls the for me mostly and um, so she's been a star really Um I think from when I've got a phone call Wednesday, I've got a consultation Wednesday, I've got some guy from my local gym bringing me off. He's gonna go through um, macros and weighing foods and so um I haven't been well for the last two, three weeks. So um I'm gonna get really back on it from Wednesday. Um, back into bodybuilding again and really sort of like start kicking up my targets back off again.
2: Oh nice. So when you when you when you said it was a gradual, when when you went for those um, big portions coming going down some smaller portions how do you tackle them cravings? Oh, it's, it's hard because,
4: like, you literally have to change your whole mindset because you do, you, you, you eat it and you feel so hungry. But then, like, it's either you you crash your diet and have something else like ice cream or biscuit or something afterwards, or you try putting up with that craving until the next sort of, like, four or five hours later. Um, so, yeah, it's literally trying to train your whole mindset to sort of, like, um. Yeah, just basically train your train your body to sort of go that distance, if that makes sense. Because yeah, it's did, you,
1: quite... did you find it got any easier?
4: Uh, yeah, easily now, yeah. A lot
3: easier. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's Cause that constant.
0: It's, it's it's not actual <laughs> I think what we do is we we stake that kind of craving for hunger and it's not it's just a craving. Yeah. Yeah.
4: The boredom, obviously, if you're not doing something as well, that also where you just want to do something. Um, and I think that, yeah, so as well, I gave up smoking probably about 12 years ago, and I think that also didn't help with my weight because obviously i will go and have a fag, but now it'd be like, I'll go and take a week. So, and yeah, boredom, obviously, doesn't quite help.
2: This year, Man V Fat is raising money for Shooting Stars Children's Hospice. Who due to COVID nineteen, are having to stop providing end of life and emergency respite for so many families who are still relying on them during this difficult and challenging time. If you'd like to find out more information about this amazing charity, then head over to manvfat to find out more. How, how how are you trying to keep active
0: during
4: the lockdown? You still at work, Dean? Yeah, still I've still at well. The last three weeks I haven't been. I'm doing well, but I'm back on Tuesday. Um, but I've got like my own little gym in the garage. So um, I've got literally like yeah, I've got running machine, treadmill, um, spinning bike, cross trainer. I've got like, a Olympic weights and all sorts in there. So I got a picture on uh,
2: on your Instagram. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm very jealous of uh, of your home gym, if I'm honest. I looked at it thinking when you said when you said before about I I'm a part of a small gym. I went, wow, that is a small gym. And I yeah. realised, oh no, that's your garage. my garage, yeah. It's like, the only <laughs> person. It's it's like looking at the rocks, buddy gym. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, every month if I see something on Facebook, someone selling something that I quite like, like kettlebells, or so I just get it and add it to it, sort of thing. So, yeah, it's got bigger over time. I'm quite lucky.
2: Yeah. I, I look at that gym
0: and thinking, uh, I want to go and go and train in that. So yes. good little gym. Do you good find you're gym. more motivated to train in a, in another gym outside of your garage or?
4: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I miss I miss going to Ironworks I just miss it so much. It's because it is just the people there. Um, they put you on track. You go in straight away. You talk. They straight away. They ask you what you're training today. And you say, oh, I'm doing chess today. And I say, oh, okay, what are you doing? Or do you want to come and spot you? And the support you get in a school gym is absolutely, like, fantastic. Whereas, like, say, like, pure gym, like a bigger gym, I didn't speak to anyone for, like, weeks, months, or anything. In a small gym, i got so much more support. It's only true. It, it's
2: interesting you say that because a lot of people, um, especially, you know, men in, in, in our, um, kind of, community that, they go, around right, need to join the gym. And because it's a cheaper gym, pure gym, the other type of major chain gym groups, they'll go there and they'll walk in. And it's the biggest fear because everybody's looking at them. And there's not just maybe six or seven faces, as you'd find in a small gym. Um, you know, those six or seven faces will be like, right, he's mine, I'm going to help him train. And you know, I'm going to take him under my wing. Everyone, everyone in a, a bigger gym is just there to do a job and piss off, part of my language. But they don't, know, they don't like talking to people. Then you get people who spoil it, like the the, the the trainers who just want to be there to pick up girls' numbers, or the the people who uh, are doing it to think because they think they're a fitness model or something like that. So you know they're hogging a machine, and it just puts you off. Unless you know, you know, unless you know what you're doing, and you've been you've been kind of embraced to that kind of gym life, then yeah, you'll understand. You'll you'll get, just get on with it. But if you've not. I would always say to, you know, somebody who's not been to a gym, go to one of them smaller gyms first. The hole in the wall gyms, if you like.
4: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, as I to say, I was sitting in my car for ages and then like, I was texting that Lost Toba group and they were saying, go, 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 go. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can. You feel like people are watching you, you're like they're the big guys there. You see big guys moving, in and you think oh, I'm going to be out of place. I'm just going to be out of place. And I went there straight away. I just felt so comfortable. It was just untrue. Everyone's there to train. Everyone is there to get a job. Everyone wants there to support you. I go. I do my night shift. I come home for about an hour, and I go to the gym um, for about nine o'clock, and I see the same faces pretty much every day. So you, the friendships are there. Where if I went to say a bigger gym, I wouldn't see the same people every day. So it's it's, it's very unsociable. Very for a small gym it is sociable, and they support you. Know, they, it's just. I mean, for the gym owner to turn around and do their whole training plan while I was working out, and then when I come back, it was like, I come back to the desk, with like, here you go, mate, here's your four day plan. I'd have to pay for that anywhere else.
2: And how do they react to um, when you open up and say, you've joined Man V Fat Football? Uh, did they ask what Man V Fat is? Um,
4: see, I see, I, I try to promote Man V Fat so much, um, even through social or. People work, or anyone I speak to, I'm always saying about being fat. Everyone always turns around and says, "Well, what's that?" And then you start explaining, and then show pictures, and then um, but yeah, it's like well, I think the message needs to get out there. But it's just trying to get that message out there about being fat. I mean, it's every, like put in one show and everything, but it's just people just don't know it if that makes sense.
2: I think people are quick to look at it thinking it's a it's a football league for fat men. Yeah. when it's not it's a weight loss leak
4: it's more than that to me more than that to me it's helped me as you say mentally feel
5: like
4: mm. everything so um, I've made friends I've made like it's me so many barriers it's, it's well,
2: exactly just, it's, it, if you didn't have that group in that yeah. car that moment say I'm going to walk in that gym you could have easily just put your keys in your car start the engine and kind of yeah, yeah. via McDonald's you know so that support from that group already has given you, has broken one barrier down to get you in that gym. And I yeah. think that's, that's one thing you've got to experience and take in from Manby Fat because that's what it's there to do for you, to help
4: you. When we jumped from a, um, just a normal one league to a two league, my coach said, Right, okay, we're going to create another four new teams. Um, I want you to be captain of one of these teams. So I was going to leave my old team to go to a new team. Um, and there was me, two other players, that um, have been there for a while um, and I had seven new players that never done man v fat before um, so obviously I also had to teach them the rules, coach them even that, doing that sort of like was taking me outside my comfort zone sort of thing as well um, and then that, that season um, we went 14 games unbeaten wow. we won every single game and the whole we won the league we won the cup um, and what 70, 77, 77 kilos I think of the as a team that's
2: like a perfect team, isn't it?
4: Yeah. Zay, we we never lost a game the whole season.
2: And that yeah. was that was seven new players, brand new to Man Fat. Seven new, brand new players. Seven brand new players. The second season like the season after that was so good because everyone lost the weight.
4: <laughs> that first season, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. I mean I've done so much for Man B Fat. I mean, the Manchester Academy, like even queuing up, like waiting to go into that mansion, I was, I was freaking out trying to like queuing up there. There's too many people, but that was a great day. Um, yeah, I've done so much. So we, did the, we did our team takeover, the team got taken over by Man V Fat for a week as well. Um, so we had a whole week of um Man V Fat sort of like doing articles on each player. We did that, that was quite cool. Oh, nice. I helped out Boston League when it started for the registration restoration um, night. So I went over there for two weeks to help out as well. Um, so that was quite cool. Wow. I, I must, I, I must say, just...
3: Be fat
2: rolls,
0: yeah. It,
2: do I, I, I don't know if you said this right at the beginning of the podcast, but looking at the, the picture on your Facebook and on your Insta of you with all them trophies and all those certificates and the medals lay on the table. That, to me, screams... I am a man who is proud of my achievements of weight loss, and this is what can be achieved. Carefully. What, what? 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 made you do that photo?
4: Because I always set little targets. And first of all, it was I want to be top loser? Then I top scorer. And then I wanted like, well, I've got these tickets. I want to win all cups. I want to win. And so it was like I was all setting myself all these little targets to win everything through manly fat. If that was like if that was possible, and the last thing I had to get was my being my boss, and I would have got every single certificate, every single trophy, um, everything I could have got from learning that. So when I got that, I was just so, like, yeah, so emotional. I, th- I think that I
2: think that is deserves another trope. I think that should be a full house trope. You don't know, you reckon? I do. I do. Lo- I do love a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think that. I think that warrants. We need to go into uh, HQ. I
4: think that warrants like a golden certificate or something like that because you've got a full house. Yeah, even got, um, uh, for doing that uh, with the Porky Blinders with the um, team we went all season, I even got like the high five to say like how well I supported the team and stuff as well. But I don't think there is like anything that I haven't got that makes sense. I've done top loser one year, uh, top scorer two years, like one year I didn't, I lost every week. I got four marks on that. My, um, biggest, my biggest season, I lost, I think it was seventeen, eighteen 18 kilos, about 15%, just under. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Man V Fat podcast. I'm Dean Bax, and like most men who have joined, or thinking of joining Man V Fat, um, I have lost 61.5 kilos of weight in about six seasons. If you're thinking about joining Man V Fat, join up at manvfat.org.
0: give uh, one bit of advice to anybody starting out at a fat at the start of their journey what would it be
4: I don't think uh, one bit of advice uh, I don't think I could give one bit of advice I think I'll just waffle on um, <laughs> I think you just need to be aware that there's others in the same situation as you um, and if you are struggling you need to cry out for support because people who will support you. And I think mean, that's the biggest thing, is you don't realise how many people will be there to support you for the whole journey. Especially, like, as you say, the people you've never met before. But the people on your challenge teams, I guarantee you, if you wanted to failure, they'll do anything for you. On as you say, is just there straight away. You get so connected with people because you've all got the same things in common.
2: Brilliant.
0: Ross Hunter. Yeah, let's play some quizzery. I've
1: uh, I've gone a little bit, a little bit off, uh, off piste this time. Um, okay.
2: Got, so, Dean, have you got a, have you got a pen and paper? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going to play some quizry now so we'll have to premise
1: of quizry boss do you want to let him know what the premise of quizry is um, I ask you squ- questions and you've got to give me the answers in a story <laughs> mode come on big it
2: up it's not
1: been a story it's not the first time we have ever played it <laughs> I, I forgot to do a story what is quiz
5: story
1: yeah. oh alright okay I don't know was I drunk when I signed up to that one
0: <laughs> but, uh, I think that we, you did it that one time Roman and Chris and christened no, 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 it to oh, be okay. fair that
2: the first time you did it you had been up since like three in the morning long car journey no yeah, that was, little, very little food and then
1: yeah oh, that was a long day that wasn't it yeah it was a good day though we knew no it was dog. it was good it was it was good enjoyed it right so I'm just doing there's something really quick, 10 questions on. Can you tell me what the national dish is for the, uh, or where the, what country this national dish is from?
2: Good. I like these. I'll get wrong. Goulash. goulash. Oh, I know
3: that one. Do you want to
1: just go through or we answer them as we go along?
2: Well, I'll go through them all and go back to the answers.
1: It's bobo tea or oh, bobo bo- bo- tea? It's
3: spelled B O B O T I E. I'm probably going to get
1: lynched. B O B T I E. That's B-O-B-T-I. Bob Bobtie. Bob Oh, no, it's B O B O T I E. How do you pronounce that
0: Bobtie.
1: Bobtie. Bobtie. Um, that's
0: what the dish is called.
3: Yeah. Where's that from? Right, okay. I know. Haggis. I <laughs> oh, um. next one is fondue. What's the national? Where's that? What's that from? Fondue. I know that one.
5: <laughs> Come
3: on, <laughs> thinking about that one. Doner Bab. Oh wait, that's. The national dish is doner Kebab. <laughs> uh, bacon and egg
2: pie. Bacon and egg pie? That sounds wonderful. <laughs>
1: it does, it does, I don't know. It's a national dish. There you go. Uh, a key
3: and salt fish. Oh, that one. Oh, I don't know that one. I'm just going to guess. Sushi. Giros. Well, my, that is a good
1: piece of food. And number 10, a mock tray. Two words, a mock tray, spelled M-O, or A-M-O-K-T-R-E-Y. There
3: you go.
1: So the story behind it is these are all the places I want to go and I'm not allowed to because all my flights have been cancelled which I'm really annoyed about to be fair.
2: See so you're ready. The, the way I would have done that is gone I've got my ticket I've got a flight and my first stop is the place where Goulash is served.
1: My second that's you, stop That's how you do memories. That's how you remember your story when you do it if you want to remember things. There you go. Uh, where's Goulash from then?
3: Hungary. Well done. Uh, no, I've just eaten thanks.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's uh, how we how we how we going with that one? Bobo tie?
0: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say
3: Nigeria. Nope. I've just bought Peru. Nope. Oh, but it's gotta be around that gotta, gotta be around that area and like
1: it's South Africa. <laughs> it's I was just I was gonna say. Well, I'd love to know what that is. Number three, haggis. Could
0: I have a point through the right continent,
1: at least? Oh, no. Scotland. Yeah, Scotland. Uh, fondue. Do you have a fondue? I didn't
0: France. know this. France. S- Switzerland.
1: Switzerland is correct. What did you say at the beginning, Rob?
0: I think my final is France.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a clue. Switzerland, uh, chocolate,
2: don't... mate. Everyone knows that.
3: A well, doner kebab.
2: Turkey. Yeah, Turkey. However, the doner kebab was invented actually in Berlin. Medical fact.
3: Yeah, but... Medical, medical, medical facts. facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six was bacon and egg pie. Ireland. Nope, oh, further afield. Probably about as
1: further afield as you can possibly get, to be fair. Australia. Not far from there. New New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, I didn't get that. I never heard of that. Uh, Akean saltfish. Jamaica. Me crazy, man. Yep. Jamaica, me crazy is Jamaica. Uh, Number eight, sushi. Japan. Yeah, Japan. Giros.
3: Greece. Yep. And a mock tray.
0: Korea, South Korea.
1: <laughs> it's not going to be North Korea. Nothing gets out of there. I'm, I'm, I'm going go to go with Stu on that one. <laughs> Cambodia. Never heard of that either.
2: Oh. oh, I've been there as well.
1: Have you?
2: Yeah, been Cambodia. No, Very westernised. Like, what on the street is pizza and like Dominoes and stuff like that, and McDonald's so and like.
1: You didn't have a mock tray while you were there.
2: I probably did, but I was probably. <laughs> I'm not pissed at the same time.
1: <laughs> All right, next time I promise I'll do a story with it.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: can we What's what's what were the scores, guys? Oh,
2: I only got one, two, three, four. Oh, five.
0: Five. Two. Five. Eight. Eight. Two. <laughs> two for Dean. I got six. Oh, I, got five. Uh... I think it was it was Switzerland that won it for me, wrong.
2: Yeah, it must have been.
0: thanks for listening guys Dean thank you for coming on the podcast uh, your story is in- absolutely uh, really really good incredible you might not think it but I think you are an inspiration to a lot of different uh, men up and down the country particularly those who are starring out on the fat football yep. people can follow your Instagram Instagram handle is Dean to lean Dean
2: to lean I like that Dean to lean
4: Oh sorry fat dean to lean dean isn't it?
0: Fat dean to lean fat dean to lean dean. Fat dean to lean dean. Oh it's good.
4: Yeah.
3: I like it.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you soon. Dean, thank you once again for coming on. Cheers, mate.